Now we turn our attention to children in state care. The majority of the 5,600 children currently in the care of the state live in foster care. But there are concerns that some continue to be placed in special emergency accommodation. These special emergency arrangements have been widely criticised as unsuitable. While it's emerged, the costs spent on them have spiralled to over €70 million in less than two years. Shortly, we'll be speaking to the Chief Executive of the Irish Foster Care Association, Roisin Clark, about these emergency arrangements and also on investment in foster care. First, though, let's hear from a foster parent who we are calling Catherine, living in the west of Ireland. She has fostered over 30 children since 2005. And when I spoke to her earlier, I asked her how it started. Uh, Myself and my husband, we have two children and I was a stay-at-home mum. And they were older, they were in school. And I had a lot of time on my hands and I felt I had the time to give to fostering. So we thought about it and decided to look into it. And uh, we did. And um, we had our first first, uh, placement way back in 2005. So you obviously wanted a, a big and busy household. And in terms of the children then being placed in foster care, for different reasons and the length of time also, that can vary. So what type of placements have you then had over the years? Well, I'd say like the, there's three different type of uh, placements. You can have a long term, a short term or respite. And we've had it all. Um, at the moment, we have three placements with us. And uh, all three are long term. With the children that you've cared for over the years, over many years, how enriching an experience has it been for you and also to see the child grow up in that safe setting and loving setting that you are providing with your family for them? Oh, it's, 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 it's so rewarding. Like, I mean, like I had a placement there a couple of years ago. It was a child that would come from the mum. I would collect her, bring her for a couple of hours and she would go home to the mum. And uh, eventually that placement stopped because there was no need for me. Uh, I would still see that child, have a good relationship with the mum. We are uh, godparents to that child. Uh, we will, she will always be part of our, our family. We, you know, we have a good relationship with the birth mum. How has it been for you and your husband? And also you mentioned your children overall being a foster family. Have there been challenges along the way? Oh, of course, uh, there has been challenges. Like... I mean, at the moment, when they when they were young and we started, there were it was babies we kind of had, and and babies are lovely. Everybody loves babies, but there was one or two placements with us that their children were a bit older, and uh, and they can like the children is kind of it's a new environment for the child, foster child, and and it can be frustrating. They might be a little aggressive and whatever, and it's hard for your own children to see that. You know, and um, they're protecting of you and uh, just having to learn to share. I mean, it's share their home, share their family, share their toys. It's cross the board, it's share everything like, you know. Would there be regular contact from social workers throughout the placement? Oh, yes. Yeah, you would never be without one. But like from the children's point of view, it's hard sometimes for the child to have a relationship with the social worker because it can change like, you know. Foster care is often described as a vocation. Do you think there's a certain type of person or perhaps qualities that would be best suited to provide this care? Uh, well, I'd say most people have, if if they have time on their hands and are a kind, considerate person, they probably would get on well doing it. Like I would, I would myself would think to be patient, 
generally be a caring sort of a person. That's, them are all the tributes that are good for foster for a foster carer. And everything might not be rosy, but I mean, like you can just learn to deal with that. And um, as I said, like having a child put their arms around you and giving you a hug and saying, I love you, mom, is 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 rewarding in itself, like. The rewards of being a foster carer highlighted there. I'm now joined in studio by Roisin Clark, Chief Executive of the Irish Foster Care Association. Roisin, thanks for coming in. We'll look at the challenges facing the foster care system in a moment. But first, to that continued use of the special emergency arrangements for some vulnerable children. How how big a concern is it? It's very distressing. What has emerged since last week has been particularly disappointing because this was first pointed out as a crisis situation back in 2023 by Tuzla themselves, by HICWA, by the Ombudsman for Children, by IFCA indeed and by other partners in the sector. We have now moved in to 2024, we're in March and we're still seeing that this has been left unaddressed and that the situation has gotten worse could foster carers ultimately step in to provide this type of care instead of having them end up in, in these situations? Absolutely. And foster care is the foundation of our children in care system. And it's a fundamental right of every child to have the opportunity to grow and develop in a loving and a nurturing family environment, much like we heard from Catherine there. The impact on a child's life, it's, it's almost quite difficult to measure and quantify and define because if they carry that positive impact with them into adulthood and it's really important that we invest into foster care, that we support our current foster care community and indeed try and grow that, enhance it and strengthen it so that more foster care placements can be made available to children in care. On that point, Tusla has warned of the surge both in the demand for care but also the challenges and in particular as well around foster care. It's saying 500 new foster carers are needed every year but only 200 are being recruited. And then I imagine the importance also of retaining foster carers is also crucial in ensuring that there is enough placements to provide the care that's needed. Precisely. But I think that it's it's wholly inadequate for for. The issues that we're seeing now in our children in care system to be solely at the door of one government department or one state agency. The Irish Foster Care Association run a national helpline for foster care and provide an advocacy service. And we hear from foster carers all the time that the challenges that they're encountering straddle right across the Department of Education, the Department of Health, certainly, for access to therapeutic supports and disability services, Department of Education, Department of Social Protection and so on. So what we really need to do is to take that interagency, cross-governmental approach to strengthening the foster care community that we currently have and therefore be able to build on it and build on that diversity and build on the, the crucial supports and services, I suppose, that are being provided to the state through foster care and the difference that it makes in a child's life. The success of foster care system rests largely also on having enough social workers. And again, Tusla warning, it's losing more social workers than it's recruiting. So that effect that it's having both perhaps on the the child in foster care Mm -hmm. and also on the family where the child is at Mm -hmm. to provide the consistent support. How how does that impact? It does impact because we hear from our foster carers that children, um, and I suppose we heard from Catherine as well earlier, that oftentimes there will be a turnover of social workers and it can be difficult for both the foster 
foster child and the foster family to manage that. And Tuzla do have a, st- a strategy in place for workforce management and they're looking at increasing the number of social workers that are coming into the system that can help to, to bolster the numbers. It is a global issue, however, we see it right across the health service as well in terms of, of a shortage of staff in the system. Now it is Fostering Awareness Week taking place this coming week and it draws attention specifically to the role. What would your message be for people who may be in a position to foster and perhaps hadn't thought about it? I I think that we need to get people talking about the benefits of foster care. We we need to to address the misconceptions and we need to be able to understand what people perceive as barriers to them becoming a foster care and for undertaking this amazing role and contribution to the life of a child and much more to society I suppose even more broadly. So we want people to recognise that they too could potentially be a foster carer, that they could make such a difference. We want to highlight the importance of foster care in our society and we want to recognise and value the, 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 the contribution that foster carers make in Ireland. And just finally the financial assistance obviously going towards foster care is important but foster care is also saying it's about much more than increasing their allowances and a bigger response is needed ultimately to to solve the, the current issues. Absolutely, as I say we find that from our foster carers that they have difficulty in accessing supports. It does straddle far outside just the Department of Children and we need to take a whole of government, a holistic view of this. We need to work together and have a collective response from government and a collective response from society to ensure that we look after our current foster carers, that we make foster care accessible and we enable other communities and more people to become foster carers and to continue to make a real difference and change in the life of a child and care. Okay, Roisin Clark, Chief Executive of the Irish Foster Care Association, thank you very much for speaking to us.